was pretty close. Yeah, good. Close okay. <sighs> okay. So, welcome to this week's episode of ND Brothers. How's it going, Jason? Oh, going pretty good. How's it going for you? Going good. Just working on uh, trying to burn some DVDs right now, but uh, just having a, a a big problem like converting the file types and like maintaining the right aspect ratio. But I think I figured out that that's the problem hmm. that I I've been changing the aspect ratio back to like one to one when it needs to be like four to three or. Oh, I see. Like I see. Yeah, for the viewing resolution. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I bought go. all these DVDs uh, to do a similar thing because I was like getting all these uh i had all these movies and shows and whatnot on my computer and it's like it'd be nice to convert them to dvd format so i could you know play them elsewhere easily just, yeah so i bought like or i got all these like dual layered uh dual sided or whatever dvds but i haven't burned any yet i've had them for like a year or two now yep that's just what it comes down to so what have you been doing since the last time we talked? I've been playing some Civilizations. Oh, man. Game For sucks. God, oh, shut yourself. up. I will come over there right now and ram something down your something. Is that a euphemism for my something? You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> but no, dude, that game is so good. I haven't played it since I got the expansion. And... Uh, just such a good series. I started up again and was playing through and actually got some race that I don't even know who they are. And I was like, who are these people? This must be one of the new ones. <clears throat> like some ancient civilization. But they had uh, these like siege towers you can use uh, when you're assaulting a city. Have you played Civ Five? Um, Yeah, a little bit, but... Not much, you know. I've put the most hours probably into Civ Two, well, yeah. <laughs> believe it or not, and then three. Yeah, well, I definitely put a lot of hours into both of those, and four, and I don't know which one I'd put the most into. Probably still two, maybe. Even though I, you know, haven't played that in forever. That was just like the old staple, and like there was just huge gap between when two and three came out. So probably a lot into two. Yeah, but, but you know enough about five as far as like the combat, like how the your units don't stack anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so you get these, uh, and, and ranged units, you know, they actually have ranged now. They don't just, like, attack normally. Like, I don't know, in, like, 3 and 4, or all the others, it was, like, you move your archer, and it just kind of attacks and whatnot. But in these ones, you can just do a ranged volley with them, and they don't take any damage back, unless they're ranged as well. But mm -hmm. So, uh, but cities are hard to attack, you know? They're not just, like, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to walk in. Oh, there's no units here. Boom, it's my city now. Likewise, barbarians can't just walk into your starting city and be like, oh, you didn't leave a garrison behind it, my city now. You know, the city has its own natural defense and can shoot and whatnot, regardless of if there's units around. Huh. And uh, so that makes them really tough to take. Like, if there's even if there's no units around, you've got to assault the city because it'll beat the crap out of your units by itself. Um, and this siege unit that I got is awesome. It's, it's like this giant... Basically, like in the movies, when you see the giant uh, kind of moving columns that they move up to the castle to siege it and like move their units onto it and stuff, it looks like that, and it basically supports your other units, gives them all bonuses, and it does a ton of damage itself, like a siege unit. So, went around and 
I built one of those because my neighbor, who is, of course, my ally, you know how that game works, their allies until some random trigger, and then they're like, we're at war. And like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> we were fine. Uh, so he comes over and starts attacking me, and I'm like, okay. So I, like, make one of those and make some other stuff and fight him off. And right as I'm about to go over and start taking his stuff, and I'm like, this guy was a pushover, he sends me a message for a peace treaty. And at first I was going to be like, no, I'm declining that because I'm about to take one of your cities, which I hadn't even advanced onto his territory yet. And you know what he offered me in this 10-turn peace treaty? Hmm. He offered me the city that I was about to go take. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that happen. Never in all my time have I had a, civiliz- a civilization offer me one of their cities. Right. <laughs> or when you try to like be like, here, I'll quit attacking if you just give me this city. And they're yeah. like, what? No, this is an outrage. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Then it's like, okay, I'm just going to take it. So yeah, they gave it to me and I took it and then I ended up... Uh, wiping them out on a subsequent day but but yeah oh fun game again i'm so hooked again back into the thrall of it nice sounds good yeah i tried running that through the whole home streaming thing that steam has got going now but um i think i mentioned on one of the one of our earlier shows about having trouble with my wireless yeah yeah so it didn't work out for me there but I took your advice, and uh, I ordered a Wi-Fi box from Comcast directly, so that's going to be here uh, next week. Yeah, dude. There you go. And then, like, every year or something, I think you can send it back and get, a, like, a new one. Yeah, that's what the guy said. I was talking to him for a while, and he was like, yeah, that's, that's what I use. And, you know, I mean, these ones just came out, and just swap them when they don't work. And I ended, He ended up selling me on an upgraded box and stuff, too, which is going to be a cool deal. They've got, like, a new... Uh, DVR box and whatnot, uh, where you can record up to four things at once and watch another one at the same time, and then also like switch it, like has the whole like pause in this room, pick it up in the next room type thing. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm actually pretty excited. I called him. By the way, did you ever find episode one on that flash drive? I haven't had time to look yet. No, oh, god damn it, Jason. Dude, that was just last night. When have I had time? Fuck! Oh, you had all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it was just 24 hours ago. Brr. I don't know. Jeez. You make me want to hurt myself. Uh, go ahead. I'm. Uh, I have no conflict there. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna hurt myself on uh, while we're recording. It's kind of sadistic, but uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna hold you back here. I'll hurt myself by <laughs> imbibing a deadly neurotoxin in the form of grape juice. Ooh, yeah, grape juice isn't good. I thought I was allergic to grape juice for a long time because when I was a kid, I went over to uh, like a friend's house and we were having like a, like a sleepover. I don't know. There was a few of us. And, sleepover, uh, huh? I don't know what you call it. I'm not going to call it a slumber party. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying like, "Eh, sleepover, that sounds a little risque, so I was going to make fun of you for it, but you didn't bite. Uh, Yeah, I know. I know what you were going for. I'm just saying I don't know. I'm sure your friends didn't appreciate that you didn't bite. Uh, They actually did appreciate that I didn't bite. I mean, they were very grateful. That's what I said. We were like seven, so. Whatever. 
Joke's dead. Joke died a long time ago. <laughs> anyway, I was over there, and there was like four of us or something, and I, I drank a bunch of grape juice, I guess. I don't, know, I don't know. I didn't think I drank that much grape juice, but ended up like throwing up a whole bunch of it. <laughs> so I thought I was allergic to it for the longest time. I like avoided it for like 10 years. Yeah. And then I finally had some, and I was like, uh, maybe I'm not allergic to this. Maybe I just had too much, and it's really rich, and got sick. <laughs> maybe. That's what I concluded. I'm Look drinking it. adult grape juice. Oh, nice. The fermented kind. The deadly neurotoxin kind. Sure. Alcohol? Yeah. It's alright. I won't inform the cops that you're underage. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> That's why I won't inform them, obviously. Jeez. Yeah, what about you? I saw you were able to get some Dota in the other day. You and chicken? Yeah, no, I've been able to get a lot of Dota in lately. So a lot, jeez. Well, you know, because I've been writing articles on it and stuff, and uh, oh yeah, and I just been for the greater to get good. in there. Yeah, exactly. Shut up. But and I just wanted to get in there and get some experience and and kind of you know experience the meta because I hadn't played that much since the last update and yeah same. I mean, I I don't know. It's been a little rough. I actually have been doing better uh, solo queuing ranked than I have been in in a party. Well, in terms of ranked, because I've been playing with Nick and we can't do ranked yet because he's pretty low level, uh. and we just get in these games that are like total pub stomps sometimes like i was gonna tell you to look at this replay the other day because i was so pissed but i played a game of uh as puck with him mm -hmm. and I, I like the game was ending well i i went like 12 3 i was like 12 3 and 24 or something at the time it's a lot and of I kills just, for puck yeah i know i was just <laughs> destroying and um finally our team just like fell apart at the seams like i played puck because we had a magnus and we had Doombringer and Void. So I figured, like, Magnus could get the RP, maybe, like, Chronosphere, and then I could just, like, pop it afterwards, or, like, maybe Void could Chronosphere on top of my Dream Coil, whatever. Not a big deal. Right. Um, but just, like, we had a couple really good team fights, but then just couldn't get it rolling. And then finally the enemy uh, Phantom Assassin just started getting momentum. And I just I couldn't kill the PA because of the BKB. Like, he didn't have BKB all game, so I could solo him, like, easy. Oh, yeah. I mean, Puck um, can be really beastly sometimes. He's such a underrated nuker. Oh, he's incredible. I was realizing against PA, too, like, because um, PA is so squishy early. Like, all oh, you need yeah. is nukes to kill him. Like, yeah. I don't know why that, that was, like, such a mystery to me for so long. Mm. Um, and so I did really good looks like on the stats so I ended the game though this is the sad part I ended the game with 12 kills 8 deaths 28 assists hmm. so I died like 5 times in like the last maybe like 10 minutes or so oh, I hate that I know but I had oh I didn't even have the most gold anymore because PA fucking surpassed me but looks like GPM I'm like Second highest GPM. I'm the highest XP per minute. Oh, God bless it. PA is too <laughs> higher than me. I got 603 XP per minute. He got 605. Um, but overall, like, I, I, you know, I had Hex and 
and the bloodstone and blink and all that so I was doing fine um, just totally crushed mid I had the most last hits 208 Jeez, last really? hits that's weird why is that weird puck's a beast yeah but for last hits usually I mean, I, mean like I even I surpassed PA he had 203 and I had 208 <laughs> it was a long game it was 50 minutes but yeah. just rough man I've just had like nothing but rough did you say that was a solo though. game no, I was with Nick. Oh. And even the, before I was Viper, and b before the end of the game, I was like 12 and 3 and 15, and then I just died like four or five times, ended 12, 7, 15. <sighs> but it was just like ridiculous. Like, if you look at the stats, like, my team was just useless. Like, in this game, oh, and, and in that game, too, Nick for the first time played carry, and he was a, a jungling for the first time as Ooh. a life stealer. Yeah, it's rough. Well, that was life He was though. the second best on the team, though. Yeah. Like, we could have won, but our team just, like, couldn't do shit. Magnus, 313. Ugh, jeez. Um, Centaur, Warrunner, 210. Ouch. That's terrible. Um, Sand King, 612. You know, it's just like, holy crap. I had 207 last hits. Uh, the next highest after me and Nick was 140, which actually, that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, but, yeah, sometimes. Depends. But, oh man, it was just rough. I had Heart, Butterfly, and Orchid. <laughs> no, with Puck? No, Viper on that. Oh, oh, Viper. Okay. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, that's a weird build, but I don't know. For Puck, yeah, I mean. Don't, don't judge. Like, yeah, if you look at Dota buff, like, my whole screen is almost losses. It's pretty rough. Are you on I've there had... right now? You should see when my last game was. I think it's been like a month. Yeah, you're not even on my friends this month. Like, <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I got two wins. One with Witch Doctor. Um, I went eleven and three and twenty. <laughs> In a thirty-minute game, twenty-eight forty-six, it ended. Um, and then I had a Kunkka game the other day, which was a little rough. But I still, I think I had double Battle Fury that game. Oh, oh nice. not quite. But I've been doing really good with Kunkka lately. Doing pretty good with... Uh, God, I just fucking crushed that game with Wish Doctor. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I think I had, like... I think I had, like, um, seven kills in the first ten minutes. <laughs> uh, I, I was laning with a Disruptor against a Phoenix and a Tiny. And they just kept coming out. Huh. And kept coming out. Tiny went one in ten. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Phoenix Tiny. I think we almost did that combo together. That would have been fun to do. Probably would have been good if they would have utilized their, like, reserve a little bit more, their caution. Mm. But they just, like, threw caution to the wind and kept coming. And, like, Phoenix would, like, swoop in. Tiny would, like, toss Phoenix in for these, like, crazy kills. And then it's, like, we would stun them and wail on them. I'd maledict. And then Disruptor would just glimpse them if they tried to run away and bring him back, you know? Awesome. Like, there was no I had I had my ulti by, like, four minutes. I had arc boots at 325. I mean, they just, I don't know what they were doing. It was ridiculous. You said, yeah, Witch Doctor and Disruptor in a lane. That's, I mean, that's tough. Two, two like, solid supports like that in a lane are just going to be brutal. Yeah, I know. And we had, it was weird because I thought it was going to be an issue. Like, we had a Sniper and a Shadow Fiend, and Shadow Fiend was like, I want mid. And Shadow Sniper was like, no, I'm taking it. So, oh, man. Uh, it was Shadow Fiend and SK top, and they just destroyed their lane. I destroyed my lane, and then Sniper was like, "This is hard against Lena." And Lena actually did. Re <laughs> Lena did really well, the best on the other team with ten 
kills, 11 deaths. <laughs> but Wait, so Shadow Fiend and Skeleton King land? S- Sand King. Oh, Sand King. Okay, okay. Sure. I can see that. But, God, it was ridiculous. I had BKB eggs that game. <laughs> it just sat in the middle of their fights, just like throwing down Death Ward. Yeah. I've never been that good with Witch Doctor. Well, you know, uh, I've been doing the Compendium Hero Challenge. Oh, yeah. Because uh, you get like 10 random heroes assigned and you have to win a game in matchmaking with them, so... Shoot, I need to I need to get on. Maybe I'll play tomorrow. Yeah, maybe I'll... Well, maybe not. I close tomorrow. 9 o'clock I'm off, but... Well, yeah, I won't be home from school until 9 o'clock. Oh, well, maybe I will then. I don't know. I got a lot I want to do, but I don't want to do it in ranked. You know, I just want to do it in like regular... Yeah. Um, matchmaking because I got to do a couple heroes that I'm pretty uncomfortable with like Ancient Apparition oh I like AA Medusa oh I love Medusa Lone Druid oh, I don't like Lone Druid don't be a bitch you know you hate Lone Druid I do I hate Lone Druid <laughs> <laughs> I'll save the syllabare nonsense for someone else yeah yeah I just don't like I don't like uh, microwing in that game Oh, it's I, hard, man. It, I don't know. It's it's not a good setup. Maybe I can find a better keyboard setup for doing it, but what I have set up doesn't work for me. So, gotta get your control groups rolling and <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I don't even. See. Let's see. Yeah, you haven't played in twenty six days. Oh, clockwork. That was my last game. You won. Thank you. I was there. I was necro. That's good, at least. We had a good team. Husk, Jug, Troll. Husk, <laughs> <laughs> Jug, uh, yeah. Dude, they're a broodmother, though. 15 and 6. It's brutal. Let's see, what did, did we play one right before that? Yeah, Medusa. Mm, you have some rough games on here. I know. Four of which are Dusa, and I think they're all losses. I know, I don't know why. Some of those I was doing pretty good on. Usually do pretty decent on Medusa. Two ten, two four, four five, and then twelve ten. Shit, we lost that one. Yeah, it's all pretty. Because okay. we all had like fifteen deaths. Jesus Christ! Slark had twenty kills. Enemy Slark, uh, enemy OD had eighteen. <laughs> Just couldn't do shit against that. Yeah. Oh, oh I one of those I messed like up. I think yeah, one of those did, games I messed fucker. up. You don't even. You weren't even there, dude. I was there. I was Bane. No, you don't know what game I'm talking about. Whatever. <laughs> I know you messed up. Don't be a bitch. It was a game where I was Medusa against a Juggernaut. I know that much. And there was a rapier involved. Your KDs are a lot, your average KDs are a lot higher than with your top played heroes in mine. That's a sorry rule. I don't know. Your your worst <laughs> KD is my highest. Hmm. Like three? Yeah, 2.7. Oh, who's that? Jug. Oh. Hmm. I like Jug a lot. Yeah, he's pretty good. I definitely die a lot on him. I'm I'm really aggressive when I play Juggernaut. Yeah, my highest is Undying, 2.82, and then Puck at 2.7. Yeah, Puck, jeez, if you can get stuff going on him, you just... Can live forever. 
And then Jakiro 2.57. Well, <laughs> Which you haven't played him in forever. I, well, because after the patch with the, ice, pa- the <laughs> ice path, I was just like, no, nope, not playing anymore. I had so many games with him. He was my favorite hero, dude. He was ridiculous. It was fun the other day when we did Dark Seer Jakiro again. Or Wait, no, what did we do? Did we do that? Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, we did. Should be on there. Check check for a Dark Seer game for me. 4-9. We lost it. Was it really fun? I want 1-9, dude. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I remember having fun. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Brought maybe that wasn't the one I'm thinking of. I, I played Dark Sear twice recently, so well, recently. It's figuratively. figuratively. But yeah, man, you got to get in there and watch some pro games. We should watch some games sometime. Yeah, that's gonna be rough. Yeah, I guess you're busy. When are you done with school? Uh, I just did all through my midterms last week, so I guess this is week six. So five, four more weeks? Yeah, we actually have our summer break. We get, uh, you know, one week off in the summer and one week off in the winter, and that is this term, so I have 4th of July week off. Oh, that's handy. Yeah. Of course, then we, like, return, and there's, like, either one or two weeks left, and then I'm done. Oh, that's nice. It's going to feel good. Yeah, yeah, and then I can finally graduate, but I'm going to take the... I finally decided I'm going to take the LSAT in September... I think it's offered in September. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and then try to enroll in law school, but the only one that does a night program is Lewis and Clark up in Portland. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's not that bad, is it? I don't know. I just that It depends on, I don't know, like what their schedule is or whatnot. Like if they have classes that I need to be at, you know, four or five days a week or something. It's really not something I want to be commuting to after working all day, driving up to Portland. And it's, you know, up to Portland. Like right now I'm driving just to Wilsonville and it's kind of like getting old, but all the way up to Portland adds an extra, you know, 15 to 30 minutes depending on traffic each way. True enough. I don't know. But, I mean, that wouldn't be until fall of 2015, because take the LSAT in September, then you apply between October and December, generally, for early admission, and uh, and then it's for the following fall term, so, or fall year. So I'll have a whole year off. Nice. That'll feel good, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Like when I had that ten weeks uh, between like February and May, I had like attend that ten week period off, and oh, it was just like glorious, just to like work forty hours and like not have other commitments, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, aside from kids and whatnot. I mean, like other work or school commitments. It's just nice being able to come home, and that was it. Especially like having my home time be whatever I wanted it to be, like you know, no homework. I hate having. Yeah, right. Homework. Like, you know, you leave your work at work. I try to leave my school at school. <laughs> yep. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, I've got so many different things going on. Just like you do. You've got a ton of stuff going on right now. Yeah, it sucks. Too much. You know, i got to figure out how to prioritize a little better, but... Yeah, that's what it comes down to. I'm sitting here right now while we're doing this, sorting magic cards. (laughs) 
Did you catch the last episode of uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah, of course. Everyone was like so disappointed that it was just like only the wall. You know what? Yeah, that's what Alexa said. She said that was the first episode she was disappointed in. I was telling her how you and I had already talked about uh, like that being like a battle and if they were going to draw it out or whatnot because you were saying in the book it's just like so short. Well, they showed what's in the book so far. Oh, okay. But they did draw it out a little bit more than I probably would have, you know, but, um, you know, what they showed in the show, pretty close to what's in what was in the book, but the only difference is that, you know, the only badass at the wall really was Jon Snow during yep. that time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't even think Sir Alistair Thorne was back yet in the book. Hearing some street cred in the show, though. Yeah. Um, you know, because he fought. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? He did really good. Yeah, I don't know his name. The guy that's like, like a Tormund Giants Bane. I think that it was. Mm. The like Irish or Scottish guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he gained some respect for sure. And he, and he gained respect when he was like talking to Jon Snow, where he, he was like, "It's like we're gonna both keep living here, so you can keep hating me, and I can keep hating you." Yeah, that was a good, good speech, actually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't think I was disappointed in that episode. But they've they've got one episode left, and definitely have a. Interesting to see how they leave it hanging. See what they try to wrap up in the next one. In the next episode? Yeah, the the finale. Well, we got a lot to go through. I mean, not a lot. There's quite a few things. Well, there's two major things left <laughs> that I can think of, but... I mean, that's a lot. Two major things in an episode? Like... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, whoa, they didn't cover very much in, in this last one, so... No, that didn't cover anything. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. And I know why they're doing it. They want everyone to think, like, Tyrion's going to die and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Still couldn't believe that happened when he got his head crushed. What? How how come no one saw that coming is what I want to know. I thought he was going to win. What do you mean? I don't know. Just everyone I've talked to is like, oh, my God, how shocking. And I'm like, really? Like, some character who, like, is introduced and, like, no one knows and we think he's going to, like, live very long. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I don't know. He was, I mean, I mean, the, the mountain wasn't in very many episodes. So this, uh, so the Red Viper was in more episodes than the mountain. Well, the mountain, though, has, like, been, <clears throat> like, the main, like, the driving force behind, like, a lot of the negative things happening in the books. Mm. Like, the mountain is like what basically ended up. Um, I don't. I think like ultimately, I think it's like part of the reason that Ned got his head cut off was because he sent soldiers to go bring the mountain to justice, um, which was like ended up being a bad decision for him. And um the mountain like fucking just like ravaged the countryside uh which led to like all the wars and all the like the really shitty things that were happening 
Um, he's a pretty shitty guy. Yeah. Overall. The, the fight scene went a little differently in the book. It was pretty accurate, but um, I feel like it was a lot more drawn out. And they also made a lot more clear, like, they didn't say anything in the show, but in the book, like, the Red Viper is called the Red Viper for a reason. Yeah. Like, he tips his spears with deadly poison. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah, they didn't cover that in the show at all. No. And so, like, he, like, nicks um, the mountain, like, a billion times <clears throat> in the book. Like, just, like, little cuts. And it starts, like, kind of slowing him down or something? Yeah, and he just starts, like, being in agony. And he draw, and the Red Viper is drawing it out because he wants to, like, the, the confession. confession. Yeah, okay. And um, then it kind of happens like what happens in the show, except it's that the mountain just, like, punches his face until it's pulp. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. The whole squeezing thing seemed a little bit dramatic. And then the mountain is, like, heard screaming all throughout King's Landing for, like, the next 30 days. Oh, jeez. I don't know, it's rough. I think the Red Viper overall is probably, like, one of my favorite characters in the show at all, but... Oh, I know. Or yeah. in the book, even, but... Yeah, I liked him a lot. I just, I can't say I was surprised. Like, when he died, I, I wasn't even, like, emotionally... Well, I mean, like, you knew what happened in the book. Well, in the book, I wasn't emotionally impacted, really. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know what I'd have felt watching it in the, or reading it in the books. I don't know how they you know, how they led up to it. But as far as, like, in the show, without me knowing what was going to happen, like, the way it was leading up to me, I thought he was going to win. And especially because I know Tyrion doesn't die. Yeah. He's George R. R. Martin's favorite character. Dude, he's, like, my favorite character. He's everybody's favorite character. But he's probably dead next episode. Yeah, he is, dude. <laughs> next, I hate to tell you, Season but... one. Or, uh, not season one, but episode one of uh, season... <laughs> season five. Five, yeah. Yeah, right, dude. Do you want me to tell you what happens to him? Dude, he'll change it. He he meets up with the most unlikely character. No, don't tell me anything, Duke. Dude, I'll tell you. Just let me just tell let me tell you. Nope. Dude, spoiler alert. <laughs> no, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um Jeez. What? Oh, I just mumble into myself. Sorry. Sorting cards as I was saying and moving stuff dude, around. Don't be a douche. We're on the air right now. Dude, people want to know what I'm sorting, okay? I just I just consolidated uh, my standard sets. I was using fat pack boxes. Mm. See, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I had 11 of them for uh, all my standard common and uncommons uh, fat pack boxes. <laughs> and uh, They really wanted to know that. They did. Listen, okay? Magic is, is, a, is a covered topic here on Indie Brothers, and we will be discussing it more in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and currently, <laughs> yeah. But um, speaking of, I texted you the other day saying that uh, that game was two fifty. Yeah, uh, my debit card is busted at the moment. Hmm. And by busted, I mean unusable. Hmm. It's deactivated completely. <laughs> what the heck? So I tried to use it that day to get it. But <laughs> oh man, you have so much like problems with your banks. Yeah, no, it wasn't a big problem. Like I should have just been paying more attention to like what was going on. 
because they switched carriers from MasterCard to Visa. And so they sent everyone a new card, mm. and I but I got mine and thought it was like some sort of like weird scam because like I didn't get uh, any like letter. Yeah, that's dumb. So, and then all of a sudden one day it was like deactivated when I was trying to get gas even. So, what a pain in the ass. Yeah, it was. It really was. But what are you gonna do? So it was embarrassing, but I managed. I put it. I, I wrote wrote him a check. He was totally fine with that local gas station in town here oh yeah small towns yeah yeah but uh most well, too bad you couldn't pick it up because it, it does have some really cool multiplayer functions to it i mean obviously they lower the price because the next one's coming out in a month or two i bet you know yeah but even so i mean it's worth 250 no every, yeah there's a lot of things worth 250 yeah i'm not saying it's not just Whatever. But. Yeah, man. I don't know. Not going to lie, I am pretty excited for next Game of Thrones episode. Yeah, on Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Didn't even think about that. God. I don't know if I work. I probably work. Oh, yeah, I do. God, I work all week. I work until next Friday. Yeah. But uh, it's not too bad. I've been doing a lot of reading and listening to podcasts, doing a lot of writing, working on the website, played some Dota. Yeah, yeah, getting a lot of stuff in there. Definitely got to utilize the time that you're not at work to its maximum effect. Yeah. Well, and it helps that I don't mind, like, I got, I have, you know, a job that I really don't mind being engaged at. Yeah, that helps a lot, for sure. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, I used to go to work for these other places and just, like, hate to be there. But, yeah. you know, my old job, uh, you know, last year I was able to, like, go to work and just, like, read all day, so that was really <laughs> cool, but... Yeah, definitely, that's a little uh, side fringe benefit. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome, man. I went through so many shows and so many books. Yeah. Like, I read the first three Game of Thrones um, in uh, two and a half weeks, which was pretty awesome. I think I want to work on trying to finish Wheel of Time, finally. Yeah, yeah, those are good. And then I kind of want to move on to Brandon Sanderson's new series he started. Um, oh, the new one, okay. The Stormlight Archives. Uh, the first book is called Way of Kings. Hmm. Oh, it seems so awesome. Dude, you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. Um, well, thinking about this because the discussion brought it to my attention, but, uh, there is no moon in the world of Game of Thrones. Oh. Weird. Yeah, and I was gonna post something on Facebook being like, what the, f you know, the show lost a little bit of street cred, because I think there was one time where, like, Sir Davos, or maybe it was Salador San... Um, was like, we leave with the tide. But there are no tides, I think. Well, maybe something else causes, causes tides. Um, you know, maybe there's uh, tectonic uh, plates or something similar that uh, are constantly somewhat in motion that cause... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I mean, I think the sun causes tides, too, but... Um... Uh, because I think it's like, 
the tug of the moon and the sun, and they, that's why you kind of get like, yeah, the um, back and forth. Well, and that's part of why you get like you get low tides and high tides like on opposite sides of the Earth at the same time. Right. You know. Um, I mean, it uh, it makes sense. Like, it's only kind of random that we happen to have one moon. I mean, there's certainly plenty of planets that have tons of moons or no moons. Yeah, true enough. But yeah, Game of Thrones world has no moon. It's never talked about in the books. Like no one ever mentions it. And what's genius about it is it's not like there's no moon. They just it's don't just bring that, it up because it's not yeah, in their vocabulary. Guys, <laughs> yeah, these guys live in a world where there's no freaking ass moon. Yeah. And I remember I brought it up with someone earlier, and and I was like, yeah, dude, there's no moon. And they're like, what? Isn't that a bit unrealistic? And I'm like, they fucking live in a world where <laughs> summer lasted ten years. You fucking douche. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I remember when I first kind of like gra- grasped that concept, and I was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> And it's not, and it's like a variable, like summer yeah, too. It's it not varies. like a set, like summer's always ten years. Like it was so weird. Like yeah. they were talking about like how well, some I of think... the younger Starks hadn't experienced a winter, and I was like, "What? Those kids are eight or something?" And they're like, "Oh, you've never experienced winter before, have you?" And they're like, "Nope. Last one was ten years ago or something." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah," and. uh uh, well, the re- uh, George R. R. Martin says the reason for that, too, is, like, astronomical rather than, like, magical, you know? It has to do with, like, the orbit of the Earth and, like, the axial tilt and things like that. Mm. Or the, you know, of the planet, not Earth, but... But uh, it's cool that he utilized that kind of stuff in a fantasy book, like, that was started in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that, like, obviously, um, astronomy and astrophysics were invented in the 90s or anything but <laughs> it's just weird that kind of thing seems pretty common now in a lot of fantasy books but um i don't know yeah back then it's hard to think about those books being so old since the show is like so new yeah also hard to imagine him like being having time to finish before the show finishes i mean you've already said the show is supposed to finish before the books do, so I don't know how that's going to work. Well, I mean, that, uh, I mean not necessarily that they're supposed to finish before the books do, but, uh, I mean, it just seems like that's going to... I mean, definitely, if he's got two books left to write and there's only three more seasons <laughs> of the show and a show comes out once a year and his books do not come out once a year... Yeah, they come out like every four years almost, it seems like. Five books, it's been like almost 20 years, yeah. Has it been 20 years? Yeah. Close to it. I don't know, man. It's going to be rough. We'll see. I mean, um, George R. R. Martin even says that he, you know, do- he didn't, doesn't think he'll be alive for the end of the series, which is just like, oh, God. Well, that's, I mean, that's what happened in the Wheel of Time. But they managed. They managed, and it's still good. I mean, they could definitely, like, notice a different writing style and whatnot. Well, yeah, Brandon Sanderson, to his credit, said he wasn't going to try and beat Robert Jordan. Yeah, and and that's good. I mean, it'd be, it would have turned out bad. if he tried? Yeah, I mean, it just, yeah. 
would have been disgusting. You don't even know. Have you have, you haven't read any of his yet? <laughs> I've read Brandon Sanderson's books, just not Wheel of Time. That's what I mean. You haven't read his his Wheel of Time books. Well, you haven't read his other books, so don't be a jerk. Why is that the mm-hmm. the basis of me not being a jerk? Yep. You heard me. I'm I'm just saying. Why does that have to be the defining factor of why I can't be a jerk? It's not. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Uh, I watched this movie yesterday with Bailey. And uh, it was like a 19... like Was it 49 or was it 41? I don't know. But it was an old Abbott and Costello movie. Um, and it was black and white and... That was actually like pretty funny. I was actually surprised, mm. and it was actually like a decent movie. It uh freaking like reminded me so much of like an episode of like Scooby Doo, <laughs> um because it's like funny and kind of like offbeat, but it was like supposed to be like a scary movie because they're like in this haunted house. Okay. Um, but God, I was actually surprised to find out that they had made pretty decent movies back then, <laughs> especially for like a comedy. Rather than like an epic, like Gone with the Wind or whatever, you know. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Just made me think of it because uh, I was playing Fallout Three earlier because that movie made me want to play Fallout Three because of this the music. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I haven't played that one in in a little bit. It was fun to play. I need to get back into it. Us, but I don't know. It's kind of one of those ones. Like uh, Claire want, likes me to play Batman, so I've been playing that a little bit. Which is fun because I haven't beaten, I haven't, I haven't beat uh, Arkham City, so going through it. No Fallout Three, that's for sure. Eh, still pretty fun. I mean, it's rated pretty high. It's a good game. You know, Ron Perlman does the narration at the beginning. Of what? Fallout Three. Oh no. You know, war, war never changes. No. The fuck? You know Liam Neeson's in it, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Next time you play, listen to the war. War never changes. <laughs> okay. It's Ron Perlman. I don't really know who that is. Dude, what? From Hellboy? Hellboy? Okay. I Are you I've, shitting me right now? I think I've seen Hellboy. Oh, God. You're one of those... I don't know, man, but it's interesting because I can play Fallout 3 like even this many years after it's come out and still find new things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes sense just because of like the whole openness of it. Mm-hmm. That probably wouldn't happened or that probably wouldn't happen playing a game like Knights of the Old Republic or something because there's only so many places to explore. Yeah, I've pretty much mil- like the only thing from Kotor that would might surprise me is like conversation. Um, but I've gone through both those games more than any game ever. Ever? Oh man, I don't yeah. know about for me. I mean, I definitely. Yeah, I've I gone through Kotor through. two probably twenty times. Oh wow, I've only <laughs> gone through Kotor two like four times. I think there was like a few years where that was like all I played constantly. <laughs> um. I went through Kotor 1 probably like 10 to 12 times. Yeah, I definitely went through Kotor 1 more, 
but still not 10 or 12. Probably more like 8. I don't know. Man, I've gone through it so many times. I've I've done it like every way conceivable. Yeah. You know. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of fun ways. Oh, thinking about it, the game's fun. I don't know what game the I've gone through the most though, like front to end, and beat. I mean, like Final Fantasy Tactics, I've certainly gone through, but you know, not more than Coder or like Metal Gear Solid. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you get like replay value out of those and they're and they take a lot shorter. I mean Metal Gear Solid's a four hour game. Yeah. Hmm. Probably Dota. I've probably replayed Dota the most. You know, I just keep going through and keep trying to get those ancients. Oh just yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I've probably played Dota quite a few times, but hey, are you is something wrong with your your headset or like the battery's dying or something maybe? Oh, uh I don't think so cutting out a lot or maybe did you move the mic or maybe i'm kind of walking around oh yeah i don't know you, the sound quality of your mic went down hmm. shoot i don't know what to do about that i haven't used this mic too much sounds uh, a little better right now okay oh, i moved up the like the receiver because it's wireless so i moved up the receiver on top of my desk instead of on top of my computer so that like hmm. i don't know maybe has a better shot at transmitting it's Bluetooth, I think. I don't know, actually. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I've only used it a couple times. I picked it up so I could use it for the PlayStation, but it works on PS3, Xbox 360, and PC. So. Yeah. Beauty of, what is it, Bluetooth? Or probably has another probably wireless setting other than Bluetooth as well, if it works for Xbox. Um... Well, no, because I plug in this oh. uh, device that's the wireless oh, device. I see. So I plug it in via... Uh, USB. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's cool. But I did have to buy an adapter for the Xbox um, for it to work for... Uh, for it to get the input of the audio. I had to get like this... That's a little weird adapter, which I ended up just taking back since I sold the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Which I think I had that for like two years or something, and I, I, I don't know, I played it like once every three months or something. Huh. Not bad. I like the PS3 a lot, a lot better. I mean, just like having the free online. Uh. I don't know. I just I hate the freaking constant updates, dude. Now even the PS4 is out, and I'm still getting freaking up updates. Mm. It's just like, good God! Like any time I just like seriously, I just use it to watch Netflix. I hardly play any games on it. Mm. And it's just like update required for uh, operating system or whatever the fuck, and then mm. update required for Netflix now. Update required for everything, and it's just like God. All I wanted to do was watch 20 minutes of Futurama. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I, 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 mine does update, but it hasn't bothered me so far. Yeah. I do like the PS3. I mean, I just, I don't know. It sucks because, you know, it's like the the Xbox 360 had more games, I think, games that were fun. But PS3 had certain titles that, you know, I wanted, um, like Heavy Rain and Metal Gear Solid 4 mm. um, and stuff like that, you know, and Uncharted and 
those things, but I don't know. I hardly even play it. I just have it for streaming right now and a few of those certain games that I want to play. And You know, uh, what I've been really wanting to play, man, I wish like they would remake it and they would remake it right, is um, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Mm. God, man, I've been wanting to go back through and do like number eight or something because... Yeah, have they come out with one for the for PS3? Um, God, dude, you know, I think that they have made one, like, in the last, like, year or two. Hmm. Um. Probably shitty, though. Uh, yeah, I think that they're all, like, pretty shitty. I think number eight was literally, like, one of the best games. Yeah, that was a fun one. Like, ever made. Um. Looks like. Oh, last one they made was 2012? Hmm. For PlayStation 3, Romance of the King, Three Kingdoms 12. But it's called Sengokushi. How's it got? Or, like, what are the reviews? Anything good? Or does it come off bad? Uh, poor review. It was launched in 2012. Um, I don't know. I don't. It's just this is Wikipedia, and it's literally like two sentences long. <laughs> it had mixed to poor reviews. Their complaints include the lack of naval warfare, lack of unit types, the overall gameplay. City, uh, cities have been replaced by detailed maps with buildings you can place. Uh, the, the elaborate heck? 3D t- duels throughout Sengokushi 11 have been downgraded to a video. <laughs> hmm. Um, I think overall, 12 years ago came out Romance of Three Kingdoms 8, and it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, 8 was good. You know, even like 10 was okay. Like mm-hmm. I played it 10 a lot, but that was only, the downside about that was um, for the PlayStation, it was single player. Yeah, I remember that. That's a bummer. Although here on on um, on Wikipedia it says multiplayer, but I don't think that it was. Um, just because it was pretty shitty. Yeah. Oh, I do have I do have eleven though. Oh. I have eleven as well. I think I bought that and never played it. Uh, I do that with so many games. Well, it was like five bucks or something. I bought it when a store was going out of business or something. Yeah. I mean, I could go through my Steam list and find so many, you know, that I just got from different Christmas sale, summer sale, whatever. That's why I don't even load into the store. I load into the store and it's like, oh, this is on sale for $2. I'm like, oh, I might play that someday. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, I've put more hours into Romance of Three Kingdoms than probably... I don't know, it's hard to say. I put a lot of hours into 8 because I would just go through and like create a new character and like start from scratch mm-hmm. and then like include my last character in the thing. And I you know, would always try to play to the end of the game. There was, like I think, like 10 endings or something like that, you know? <laughs> but I've been, I, it's weird because I've, I've been reading um, The Art of War as part of like my kind of like reintroduction to Dota, you know, since I've been trying to write about Dota. Yeah. Um, I found this this 
class at UC Berkeley that was like a StarCraft II class. And the required reading was, you know, this this autobiography from this famous StarCraft player and then Sun Tzu's Art of War. Oh. So <laughs> I was like, huh, okay. So I started reading it and uh, it's interesting you know, a lot of it's like kind of common sense, but a lot of it, man, it makes me think about romance of three kingdoms so much. Cause you know, it's kind of was written in that region, you know, kind of not really in that era. I don't think, but, but it's interesting how much of it applies to Dota when you really kind of break it down. Huh? You know, like don't chase a fleeing enemy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much to learn there. That's funny. I was, uh, you know, I was thinking about uh, kind of applications of video game to uh, to real life or real life to video game. Uh, the other day, I was watching a movie with Jason Bateman. Uh, Hancock. No, 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 no. Uh, he was the main character in this one. It was a uh, identity thief or. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, <laughs> it didn't look that good to me. Um, yeah, I don't remember. We had it recorded, and I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch that. And Yeah, when I was watching it the whole time, I was just kind of like, ah, this is okay. I was glad I was doing something else at the same time. But uh, in that movie, <clears throat> at one point, he's driving in a car, chasing a van down, and the, the identity thief uh, lady is like, telling him to swerve and hit the van in the like rear quarter panel. She's like, just hit him in the quarter panel. And he's like, okay. So he's like, goes over and, and hits a, you know, behind, behind the passenger, uh, like kind of like by the rear well, you know, like the rear panel of the vehicle hits him right there and it spins out and whatnot and flips over and, and, uh, does all these, uh, it rolls around in the ditch and whatnot. And I was like, man, that's exactly what I do in racing games. Like all the time I'll be playing Gran Turismo or something. And I'll like be driving or, and I'll just like, boom, swerve into them with the front of my car, hit the rear of their car so that their back tires slide. And they just go spinning out of control. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if that actually works. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Cause it's, I don't know, man, there's a lot of, I think real life things that apply to video games, but I don't know. I don't know what you could take away from video games in real life. I mean, probably, you know, problem solving, I guess. There's always that side of things. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of just kind of like critical thinking, um, problem solving and logic. and. Yeah, I think like most of my real life problem solving techniques are the same ones I use in video games. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why I, I don't discourage Claire from playing games, you know, it's just like, that's what I did growing up, and that's all I, you know, it's what I wanted to do, and I hated being forced to, like, go outside on a sunny day, because, well, I just don't like the sun. <laughs> it's always hot, I mean. Yeah, I don't, I've never understood, you know, people who are always just like, you know, go outside, go outside, and it's like, yeah, like, you know, I was one of those kids that, I went outside when I wanted to go outside, but when I didn't want to, I didn't want to, like, and I wasn't inside all the time by any means yeah i mean there were definitely like, times where i was just like out all day and like going around town riding my bike everywhere and like but then yeah. there was times when i didn't and i just wanted to you know not be outside yeah 
never understood that whole thing. Like, you know, it's it, it's always interesting gathering people's perspectives on that because it literally it, what it seems like is it just kind of comes down to like how they were raised, you know, almost. Uh, yeah. You know, because it's like Bailey wasn't raised on video games at all, but she's always just like, you know, when we have kids, we're never gonna let our kids play video games. So I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the point of me having all these video games then? You know, and things like that. And and plus, it's like how many valuable skills you learn from it, or how many value, valuable skills are sharpened because of it. Not really learned, but sharpened. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, it increases your like reading, like your. I mean, you're reading more, and you're expanding your vocabulary, and. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, shoot. I mean, it's like reading a book almost sometimes. Some of those RPGs. I, mean, I yeah, I know some kids who literally the only reason they can read is because they wanted to play Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. And it would take them forever to read at first, but that's the reason they learned. Not because they wanted to read Tale of Two Cities or whatever fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, kids need motivation to learn things. If that motivation is so that they can have fun, so be it. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like the perfect reward system. Um... <clears throat> And so many people are like, especially now with all like the gun things going on, like so many people are like, it's video games fault. It's video games That's fault. That's crap. Like, really? Other countries have the same video games. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, uh, <sighs> I, I don't know. I, people try to talk about like they know what video games do yet. They've never touched one. They've never, you know, really played one. And the only ones they can name are Call of Duty and Medal of Honor and Grand Theft Auto. And Yeah, Grand Theft Auto is like the keystone one you know which really like i mean i don't know sure it's kind of bad game for kids to play maybe but i don't know at the same time i can't say that there's nothing to be gained there you know really good storytelling um and i don't know problem solving yeah sure (laughs) money management no (laughs) kill the hooker to get your money back uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's any really useful skills from that one. I mean, I don't know. To me, I feel like prioritizing and things like that, I mean, I don't know. It's interesting. Now I'm at a loss for... Um, I mean, it's not bad. I'm, I'm going to say that. There's like no, no game has any kind of like thing that's going to that, you know, is going to alter someone into in a negative way. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, even, like, even still, like, so many people are like, it's giving you this world without consequences. And it's like, no, there are consequences in this world. Like, you know, like, when you do bad things in GTA, you still get the cops called on you. And then it's <laughs> like, well, you get rewarded for killing cops. And it's like, well, it's because the character is a bad person. But, um, you know to me it's just like it seems like a safe environment to like cut loose yeah i mean that that argument is just silly i mean that's just i mean i bet you like how many kids like i can think of a lot of kids who never played video games and they acted out like crazy and they were always like pushing the limits of things they could do in real life yeah and, you know like, that's not like movies shit on fire, never done that. doing drugs like yeah i know right i don't know it's just like come on guys everyone's just looking Somewhere to point a finger that isn't going to hurt them. Yeah. 
pretty much. Um, I was talking to uh, mom one day, and she was talking about how, uh, like, when I was growing up and whatnot, we were talking about, like, how I liked to play a lot of video games. I mean, I grew up on, you know, Zelda and Dragon Warrior on the Nintendo as soon as they came out. And uh, she was saying how, like, uh, I, I'm, I don't know, I guess, like, her brothers and sisters or whatnot, so her aunts and uncles, I think, I don't know, maybe use other people, but I think they were, like, saying how... Uh, I was gonna like grow up to be a nerd or something like that. And they were like, "Oh, better not let him play like too many games, like because I was playing a lot of video games." And they're like, "Don't let him play too many video games. He's gonna grow up to be a nerd or something." And she was like, "So?" <laughs> okay, I'm not sure why that's a bad thing. I know it's just just uh just like kind of you were saying, you know, perceptions and growing up in different times, and I don't know. Pretty odd. Yeah. I don't know. Um, an article on ABC News um, says that um, kids and adults alike can have certain benefits from video games, in, including multitasking, oh, yeah. social benefits. Um, you know, it says games with broad appeal and easy to grasp help families play together and bridge generation gaps. I'm, I'm not sure about that, but yeah. Um, and a lot of games are pro social in nature, blah, blah, blah. There's career benefits. Um, <laughs> careers are influenced by technology in ways that are too difficult for parents to imagine. Um, I don't know. There's a lot more there. Uh, encouraging cooperation and teamwork. Dude, yeah, for sure. As far as like careers, I mean, building like confidence. Like I, you know, was playing just console games forever and didn't have my own computer until forever. But once I did, like I was already so like kind of I don't know invested in the whole technology of computers and games and all that stuff that I just I don't know I don't know if that's why I picked up on it or or what caused me to you know pick up on all that stuff. But that's been like a huge benefit to any job of. I've worked at you know they're always just like you know they're just like oh yeah like you do a good job of everything that you do and whatnot and it's also just like so awesome that you're so good with computers and it's like that's just a, a standing out point that that's like an extra thing that's not yeah. required yeah um another website creative teaching says that uh, a lot of skills uh, include reading logical thinking observation map reading, vocabulary, um, familiar knowledge, which I guess is uh, knowledge of common things. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I'd agree. I feel like I know I have a lot of familiar knowledge. Uh, spelling, note-taking, problem-solving, strategies, uh, things like that. History. History, maybe, I guess. Yeah, dude, I, I learned some history from playing Civilizations. They have the yeah. they had the bios for all the different civilizations and leaders. Um, That's true, I guess. I mean, even I've always found it fascinating to like learn about like the different units' history, like in in the Total War games and yeah, and yeah. Stuff one of the like one of the first games I was playing, uh, I think it was on the Sega, maybe was this World War Two Africa tank game, and it really like sparked my interest in that whole 
you know, area yeah. era and like with Rommel and everything. And it was like, you know, caused me to, to read up on it a little bit. It was cool. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, to me, it's just like another way, like I liked video games and I liked what I liked at the time. And then the more video games I played, it just sparked little, you know, little fires of interest in me for these other things. And now it's like, I, you know, really like all genres of anything, you know, for movies, books or video games or, you know, even freaking music for God's sake. Yeah. I mean, all the music you play in all the old school games is like symphonic orchestral music you know what i mean like look at all the final fantasy games um all of their soundtracks like legendary yeah you know what i mean like people still go and see these things performed live um and so that always you know made it easier for me in band and that sort of thing and and then just the artwork in general i mean it's just such a beautiful medium like i i still think about final fantasy 7 all the time even starcraft one like the hand painted backgrounds like so awesome and so much work went into that like i don't know so many people just take it for granted yeah it's true but uh yeah you know it gave me an interest in history gave me an interest in in you know fantasy science fiction gave me an interest in science Mm-hmm. Uh, gave me an interest in philosophy and metaphysics and just anything, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and, for sure. Hey, Skype was just telling me there was some kind of issue. I wonder if it's corrected. Maybe. Your voice sounds bad, but... Yeah, it says internet connection is slow. Stupid Wi-Fi. See, this will be fixed next week. That's all right. It's getting up at that time. We should probably wrap up anyways. Yeah, I'm going to sound like crap in this last few minutes. And I'm getting tired. It's after midnight. Yeah, yeah we've been recording for an hour and five minutes, so yeah. we'll go ahead and wrap it up a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a good talk. Next week we'll be a little bit back on our game. Uh, this was uh, pretty last, last minute. minute yeah. and, and we, you know, we were running behind and couldn't get it going until the night before it's supposed to be put up. And even then, it might be up late. Yeah, this is um, this is gonna be pretty current for you guys. This this is all for you. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think In fact um, we should probably say something about a Game of Thrones spoiler in there. Well no, we didn't say anything about the episode. No. We just they said can shut up. We just said Yeah, we didn't say what happens. No. Well just but because it's time... only that was only two days ago, so <laughs> Yeah. Well next time we, we talk we'll have the uh the finale of Game of Thrones to talk about, and hopefully we'll have some more Arrow Season 2 that you've watched to talk about, and uh, who knows, any number of other things, so. Yeah, probably some more Magic, because I'm going to try to play against some this weekend, so. Probably some more Dota. Yeah, I gotta I gotta do some time for that. You know how it is, though, it's like, once you're kind of out of it, it's like, you don't feel the pull as much, like, as soon as I play a game, I'm like, oh, I need more Dota. Yeah, I don't really feel like that. I mean, I've been playing a lot, but it's because, like, I've been wanting to, like, you know, not like I need to or whatever. I mean, I don't know. One game is good enough for me. I have did, like, one game a week for, like, three weeks in a row, and then I just played a bunch, like, this last weekend, so. Yeah. But, I don't know. We'll figure it out, but. Yeah. I think until next time, that's uh, that's our episode of Andy Brothers for the week. Yeah, that'll, that'll do. I'll yep, do, pig. You guys can, uh, yeah, shut up. 
Um, anybody listening can hit us up at awesome at airpodcast.com. That's our email address. You can like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash airpodcast. You can hit us up um, on iTunes. You can hit us up on Twitter, at Red is Awesome. R-E-T-T is awesome. I think Jason's on there, too. Yeah, um, I'm on there. I don't actually know my Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah. But we're around, and uh, I encourage you guys to check out our other show, Duel of Taints, and our other upcoming shows um, that um, have yet to be produced. But, uh, yeah, it should all be pretty good. Yeah, well, it was good talking, and uh, talk to you again soon. Sounds good. I'll talk to you later. All right.